the late 80s, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the podcast Pat Trek. My continuing mission to introduce my friend Patrick to the best show that ever ran on television and to boldly go where millions of white guys with glasses have gone before. Hello, and welcome to Pat Trek. This is the show where my friend, Pat O'Rourke, introduces me, Patrick Winnegar, to Star Trek The Next Generation, a show that I have never seen. Hey, uh, Patrick? Yeah? Did you just forget your name there? Almost. Are you sure you're feeling okay? I don't know, man. I'm having a bit of an identity crisis. Wait, what? I said I'm having a bit of an identity crisis. How's your neck? Uh, come to think of it, I have all these uh, blue veins what? all over oh it. Oh, my God! And I feel like I have a parasite in my thyroid gland. Oh, oh my you God. You ever feel like you have a parasite in your thyroid gland? Never. Really? Wait. Huh. No, now I do. Oh. <laughs> I got to say, I genuinely miss this bullshit that you guys are doing right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is priceless, this moment we're having right now. Uh, who, who's that? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. Did we miss the introduction? <laughs> yeah. I'll we let actually, you take a step back. That sounds like Giovanna Bede. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that me. Uh, yeah, we actually have a guest this week. Hey. Lindsay is back. Hey, hey Lindsay. Hey. Welcome. Thanks for welcoming me back. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to welcome you like I own this place. I don't. No. You guys own this podcast. I guess that's true. More or less. Yeah. I'd like to think the podcast owns me. Ooh, existential crisis. <laughs> I am having a bit of a identity crisis myself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you haven't caught, that's the episode that we're talking about. It's a great episode. Uh, a I, really good one. Yeah, I don't know about that. I think, <laughs> I think when you say it that way, you know it's not a great episode. I know. I'm doing my best. Also, since I'm on the show, that means it's by default not a great episode. <laughs> I, I don't know why that keeps happening. I every, know. Every time that we have you on and... It's really just like either at random or an episode that you specifically requested to talk shit about. <laughs> but this one was just like, yeah, we have a, you know, we got some free time, you know, come by and watch the show. And yeah, it wasn't great. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I, it yeah, was a little bit uh, brutal. I am starting to call it the Lindsay curse. Yeah. <laughs> if Lindsay shows up, even if it was a good episode before, somehow it gets worse because she's here. Probably because... I have a lot of feelings about it as we're watching it, and I'm explaining them out loud. And it was, this was a, I don't know, you guys, again, I've long since said I feel like you guys are always mad at me, or secretly angry at me, and this is how we're taking it out. <laughs> it just happened. Like, we seriously did not know what episode Well, this was came next. up because we were, we were recording Starfleet Engage. Yes. And it was like, well, come back on the podcast when you're free. Does everybody know what Starfleet engages? I hope so. Yeah, we talk about it every episode. Okay. Yeah, and it's been on the feed. All right. Yeah. Okay, good. I, I just didn't it. want to miss anything. Yeah, no, All for right. sure. But we were talking about it during the last recording session, mm -hmm. and then I was just like, hey, well, come on. Yeah. And here we go. And here we go. <laughs> we're people who pretend to be in Star Trek talking about Star Trek. <laughs> we are the ultimate form of cool. Yeah, living the dream. We're living 
a form of a dream. You're correct. <laughs> My guidance counselor would be proud of me. <laughs> it's worth noting, in the last time since I was here, I finally got that Starship Enterprise tattoo Oh, you did. Arm. It looks great. Thank you. Yeah, uh, my cousin did. It was great work. And I am now officially branded as a giant Cool dork. person. They, oh, thank you. <laughs> what a good Mad Lib you filled in there. Thank you. Uh, well, uh, you guys want to hear the fun fact? Sure. Is I, it truly fun, though? I think it's pretty fun. On a scale of one to five, how fucking fun is yeah. it? We're at about a six. All right. Okay. But it's, whoa, whoa. whoa. I think it's one. fun. It's super That's interesting. Five. All right. All right. Yeah, it's, it's better to live up to it. <laughs> Three, two, one, go. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, you know when they're doing those flashback scenes, like when they're watching the video or they're in the holodeck? I do remember that. And you see Jordy, uh five years in the past is what they're yes. saying. Sure. So it's five years ago that this yep. thing happened within this episode. He's in... A red uniform. Mm-hmm. So for continuity, yeah, that works. He's also in the original uniform, the uniform one piece. from season one. Yeah, the yeah. one piece. My favorite thing is he's got the type two dustbuster phaser. Oh. Something we have not seen since season one. Oh, the old school. Yeah. So they are really, I mean, that level of continuity never happened in the 90s. Never. It's pretty shocking. No. On Star Trek. And he even has his original um, visor. Oh, wow. They, they, of, they paid attention. They thought of everything. Isn't that cool? That's pretty dope. At least it's fun. At the very least. That's kind of fun. Yeah, yeah it's that's a six, a six on the fun scale. You're lying. That's a three at best, but cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. It's fun. I've got a lot to work with. It's fun, but it wasn't like exuberant. My mind's going to explode kind of fun, which is. Uh, I don't know. Dustbuster type two phaser. I guess you're right. You Mind blown. <laughs> so uh, speaking wow. of. Blast from the past. For Patrick's log, I found a headline from the LA Times from March 25th, 1991, which is when Identity Crisis aired. The headline is, Small towns find gold mine in Twin Peaks. Businesses booming as fans flock to the Washington communities that are the backdrop for the TV series. Hmm. North Bend, Washington. They blew in on the gust of a wintry storm, only to find it was standing room only in the Marti Cafe. Old men in parkas and work boots, British travel agents in tweed coats, and teenagers in leather leather jackets, sneakers, and t-shirts. All of them waving off menus because they knew exactly what they wanted. Oh, those hipsters. Cup of Joe and cherry pie, please, they chirped (laughs) to a busy team of waitresses that knew already. This is the most insufferable thing anyone's ever had So a bunch of people went to eastern Washington uh, during the original air of Twin Peaks to order cherry pie and stuff from, like, small towns. That's lame. Yeah, it is super lame. But you know what? I I kind of identify with this. This is no word of a lie. I was out with a friend last night for her birthday, and we were talking about Anne of Green Gables, which if you are a young man, you do not identify probably with this. Uh, Leslie is super... Okay. Leslie is super into Anne of Green Gables. Okay, great. Then maybe your wife will identify if she's listening at home, but... She never listens to this. (laughs) Fair enough. My wife tells me she gets enough pat every day. Yeah. She doesn't need to listen to a podcast. (laughs) You know what? Those are both really fair statements, actually. No, they're extremely fair. I'm not mad at her at all for this. <laughs> um, I'm resentful. But we were talking about Anne of Green Gables, and my birthday's coming up this year, as it does every year. And uh, I was like, I really just want to go to Prince Edward Island and take like, Anne of Green Gables tour, which I, I genuinely can't imagine anything They got weirder. good oysters there. Yeah, PEI? Yeah. Hell yeah, they do. So I, <laughs> I identify with like, Maybe wanting to go to a location. <laughs> I kind of get it. Yeah. 
But not at that level. Not like not, diner chair. Yeah, no. I can go to a diner pretty much anywhere. I and would love you? to go to the secret garden. Oh, you yeah. go to something from the 80s? I want to go to a garden that's secret and yeah. that garden specific. You pull out a brick and there's a key in the brick oh, and you got to. That would be badass. That movie was but a diner. Tight. A diner. Anyone can go to a diner. Yeah. yeah. There's a diner down the street. Well, I mean, this was 1991. Twin Peaks was on TV. Mm-hmm. The nation was going wild for coffee. That was a, a, a another huge thing. Oh, yeah. Starbucks was just. Starbucks yeah. was yeah. just uh, around the corner. So. Yeah, anyway, uh, we should probably get into the episode. So I this guess is so. Oh, okay. Identity. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry to bring us to the actual subject of this podcast. You're being a real downer right yeah. now. <laughs> We're so, having fun. Yeah. Identity crisis starts with uh this is one of those where it doesn't start with the enterprise having to go to some mission that gets interrupted. And I got to say, I was confused. Yeah. Mm. I was kind of taken out of it because normally yeah. they're like, oh, we're on our way to the Starbase, blah, 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 to drop off this diplomat. And that is not happening here. They are in the observation lounge watching video of like a crime scene, basically. It's these people moving around on some planet, like looking with their little flashlight orb things. <laughs> the little box lights. Yeah, little box lights that they hold with their hands. Not... Guys, handles are inefficient. I don't. We can get all it. agree. No, things that your hands their easily hands have wrap got around. to be in so much pain. That's like, a that one-way is, street to Carpal Tunnel mm-hmm. Town. <laughs> that is not ergonomic at all. Uh, and oh. they're watching this video of, and, and Jordy's in it. He's the only person that I recognize at all uh, of them investigating some planet. And this is the old school Jordy. It is old visor. It's from five years one ago. One piece at least. uniform. Yeah, dustbuster phaser. It sounds like a level six of fun that yeah. you just described there. Thank you for the recap. It is. <laughs> but they're investigating the disappearance of 49 other people from some colonial outpost. This is back from when Jordy was attached to a ship called the USS Victory uh, before but, his... Which I believe has been referenced before. It, it probably has, They've yeah. talked about yeah, his right. career. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, And there's only one other member remaining. It, it is uh, Lighten, I think is her name. And she is reviewing the video with everyone in the observation lounge. Everyone else in this video that they're reviewing has disappeared, along with the 49 colonists that they were looking for. And no one knows why. But the people that disappeared in that video did not disappear at that moment. It was like, not at that moment. Yes. They were investigating it. Yeah. And then they're they... watching the video of the team that was sent to investigate it, and those people have also disappeared, except for Leichen and Jordy. Over the past five years. Over the past five years. Yes. Yeah. So that's the situation that they are dealing with right now. Lightchain and Jordy. Yeah, they're the two survivors. So they're uh, Jordy and Lightchain go get drinks and ten forward, and they're talking about like they're catching up basically. Red drink and yellow drink. Yeah. uh, No blue drink. This Jordy is drinking out of a graduated cylinder. Uh, some red Kool Aid looking thing. Can we just pause there for a second? All right. I understand it's the future and i you all know i'm on board with star trek it's tattooed on my body but i cannot and i will not accept that there is a future that we are drinking out of test tubes no i don't get that i don't get that at all hold on hold i never on. have, have you any ever idea been to a speakeasy at a speakeasy they give you all sorts of glasses and, and they a help test you tube? I don't think no, I've been... but skinny glasses. How Wait, dare you glasses. even try to perpetuate that bullshit argument right now? I'm <laughs> yeah. offended that you just what kind did of, that. Are you talking about like Green Mill or something? 
No, I'm talking about spilt milk down the street. I've never he's, been there. Yeah, he's trying to pretend like you could go into some hipster bar and someone's going to give you a drink out yeah. of a graduated cylinder. I guarantee you, you They're could go you- into a bar right now and someone would give you a skinny glass. How dare you? Like, like have you ever had a Pilsner beer and they put it in the long skinny thing? Yeah, that's that's a Kolsch glass. It's Was different. it a test No, tube? it's not different. It's the future in Star Trek and now it's just shorter. Let me ask you something. I want you to envision right now yeah. having to put your lips around a test tube <laughs> at a bar. Yeah, it's uncomfortable. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Well, I, I hate those Kolsch glasses because I feel like I'm going to knock them over. Oh, yeah. I like them. So it makes sense to make them shorter and put some red liquid in it. No, they're longer. I'm they're not longer doing this and taller. You. No, they're shorter oh, in God. Star Trek. They're longer and taller now. I'm mm. not doing this with you tonight. Yeah. I can't. <laughs> I'm not. Gonna, I'm not going to argue about. This. this is a dumb thing to argue about. But I, I'm just saying. I agree with Lindsay. It's glassware evolved. All right. Well, one could argue it's a devolvement, but I'm so not they're gonna... drinking out of that shit, <laughs> and they're they're catching up and like. Well, I, my bigger beef is that they're straight up drinking Gatorade. You can yeah, see it. Yeah, basically, yeah. They're, they're they're drinking some kind of Gatorade. Could have been Kool Aid. But who's going to drink a red drink? Right, here's know. what I put out there: red stains your teeth. Yeah. You've got a friend you haven't True. seen in a long time. Last thing you want are red teeth with like the lipstick thing going on. You just get a glass of water. Unless it's a kitty cocktail, which I contend that anyone can drink at any age <laughs> and is very delicious. It is the most delicious red drink that exists. Okay. Fair. Fine. Right. So uh, Susan Leichen. <laughs> Susan Leichen is the other person, the other survi- uh, survivor from this mission. And she's talking about how she almost married some guy that I guess Jordy knows, and they're laughing about it because this guy has a weird thin mustache or something. And <laughs> I, yeah, and he was like annoying or something. Yeah, like they know each other. Is, I think it's is, a is good a rule of thumb though that nobody should date anyone with a thin mustache. Well, you know, times change. And no, that, but apparently in the future that is still a hilarious thing to have. It is Charlie oh, yes. Chaplin. Yes, exactly. That's my point. Was he a bad guy? I don't know. He wasn't great. Oh. Throughout time. <laughs> he dated he... someone uh, or he ended up marrying someone that was like 40 years younger than Correct. him. Correct. Oh, yeah. Well, okay. Out time, throughout time in history, the one thing that will remain true is that people who have thin mustaches are undateable. Clark Gable? Correct. Don't, <laughs> <laughs> like, don't date him. Shouldn't have dated him. He probably like... Who knows what he stuck it into? His mustache and his penis. Both those things. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. My theory is correct. I'm trying to think of anybody else with a thin mustache, and I only Good know. Good luck. Good those luck. Two. Exactly, because most people don't want that shit. <laughs> Nobody wants that. So they're making fun of that dude, <laughs> and they have like they talk about like this survivor's guilt that they both have. Like everyone that they were with on that mission disappeared, and they don't know why they're the only two that haven't. And then they get interrupted. They got called to the bridge because they've intercepted a shuttle that is heading directly towards the planet. You know, this is the same planet that the 49 colonists disappeared on. Mm -hmm. And it's one of the people that they were on the mission with. I find Uh, this part so confusing. I was very confused. Because was he on the Enterprise before he got into the show? No, he was on the Victory. It was the crew of the Victory that were investigating this planet. But who right. knows where he was in between now and then? Like, how yeah. he got in that shuttle. He was in the shuttle, and he had commandeered the shuttle and was headed toward they the planet. They returned to this planet to... Why are they at the planet? To, to investigate, investigate what happened. Five years ago? Five yes. years ago, yeah. But what? I, I, I guess now they just got to it. I have no idea why. <laughs> like, this was, on, this was on our docket. Wait, wait, wait. Here's <laughs> Bureaucracy what... got in the way, yeah. and now Here's five years later... what I understood to be true. 
when they were watching the video at the onset of the episode, they were watching it because two of those crew members had disappeared around the same time very recently. And it was like very unlikely that they would have disappeared because as Jordy says, he's like, this guy was a family man. Like, why would he have left? So they were like trying to understand this mysterious disappearance. And the only thing they all had in common was that they had been at this site yep. where all these people had disappeared. So they were going back to the scene of the crime to, to figure it out. Yes. And while they were there, this guy Hickman is on a shuttle headed towards the planet. And they're so trying it's just a coincidence. Just a coincidence that this happens. Yeah, that he shows up and they're like, Oh, he's There's here. another guy. Yeah. And At they're telling I think that's what happened. Yeah. I, yeah. That's confusing storytelling. They're telling yeah. him, Hey, don't like move your shuttle twenty degrees to the north, like you're gonna burn up. Yeah. Stop. This and is they, an order. Yeah, they can't get to him and he burns up and he explodes. My favorite part of that scene was when Picard's like, You have to listen to me. You need to, you need to move like twenty degrees to the right or whatever. It's like he clearly does not give a shit about what you're saying. Right yeah, now. He is no. on a suicide mission. Yeah. No one has to listen to it. It's, you at it's this like point. what you were saying when we we're watching it. There's salmon returning upstream. Yeah, like th- <laughs> that, this is all that's that is happening. Literally, this entire episode yeah. is salmon going back to the place where they fuck. But they do, <laughs> they do pick up two other shuttles that are on the surface. No life signs, but there's two other shuttles that are crashed. So they're like, okay, we we got to send an away team, and we got to figure out what's going on. There's so many shuttles. Yeah, it's it's like a it's a wreck. So they go down there, and they find uh, a sh- the shuttle Custo, uh, which one of the people that was in the video, Mendez, had apparently stolen from this other ship, and had like crashed into the planet. So like people keep returning here that were in the video. Salmon upstream. Yep. Yes. Yep. And so, I know we don't like to talk about special effects too much because we try to put everything within the date that it was created. But this episode, once we get on that planet, it has no budget. No. Like, you can tell. It looks like... A, it looks so It bad. looks like a high school production. It plagues this episode. Yeah. Because you're like, you're supposed to buy into the fantasy of what's going on, and you're looking at the shuttlecraft, and there's straight up two seats stuck to a piece of carpet at one point like it's really bad yeah. i don't know if they ran out of money for this one but oh uh, my god they're probably just like we don't think that this storyline is very good either so yeah. just, call it. just just go with but it we haven't seen a budget this bad since what like early season one maybe season two something like that it yeah it's not looked no like fucks this. given well there's no there's no b plot here there isn't there's no Deanna Troy in this episode. No, either, not by at the all. Way. Oh my god, no Deanna yeah, Troy. Which yeah. they really could have used her. Yeah, this is actually the exact episode where she would have been very useful. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> She's nowhere to be found in this episode. Nowhere, not for a moment. She's no. not even creeping in the background. Yeah. So Leichen is investigating the mm-hmm. shuttle and she finds these footprints and she kind of gets lost by these footprints and like wanders off. Worf is like, hey, uh, I feel like we're being watched. What's going on? And. They lose track of Lichen, basically. And then Jordy finds her, and she's being drawn to something. To those three-toed footprints. Right, yeah. And Jordy grabs her and says, no, don't. Like you, you, like, you have to stop. She's being drawn to something, like, totally, like, her brain has been controlled. Yeah, which, again, uh, seems weird, because they're looking for answers. Yep. Why would you stop the one person who knows a direction to go? Why would you lose would you track be like, of them? Yo, Riker! Data, come on. Let's yeah. see what's happening. Well, to be fair, she was acting like 
she was on drugs. Like, yeah. you know, she was just She like, was acting very strange. Yeah, she, she starts shaking and, like, having well, a seizure, basically. Uh, oh, also, the other thing that, that they keeps, find... That happens all episode. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that they find... <laughs> a lot of body work. <laughs> Riker finds a torn-up Starfleet uniform. That's like It looks like it's been, like, hulked out of, like, someone... Which also happened in the video. In the video we yeah. saw at the beginning. Yeah. So twice now we've seen a ripped-up uniform picked up. Yeah. Uh, so they beam up Lichen and Jordy and everybody else. And so Lichen's in, in sick bay, and Dr. Crusher is doing everything that she can to figure out what the hell is going on. And she says something about a histamine response, like an allergic reaction, basically. Yeah. But they can't identify exactly what happened. This was one of those instances where I felt like they were doing their darndest to try to have some medical speak that they thought would make sense. Like, histamine sounds like a word. It's like, oh, I just gave the bitch some clarity. Yeah, she ran into some peanuts. <laughs> 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 yeah. And it clearly like was maybe not the right yeah. reaction to put with that. <laughs> but she's like, uh, Leichen is, is saying, I, I have to investigate this uh, further. I have to find out what happened to my friends, and I'm fine, so just let me go. And they're telling her, look, you can leave sick bay, but just rest up. You know, don't don't do anything drastic. She's like, okay. And so she's leaving. She runs into Jordy in the hall, and she starts shaking again and like having those seizures. Yep. And he grabs her and like tries to stabilize her, but something bad is happening. Yeah, it's to her. not happening. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, Jordy's hug isn't going to solve this problem, right? Yeah. As much as he wishes it would. I don't, you know, I didn't really get that from Jordy this, in this episode. I, I feel like it was a genuine. No, I know. In this episode, Jordy was just being a friend. Right. But all of his Knowing history what we know indicates... of Jordy. Yeah. <laughs> He's the thirstiest guy in space. Yeah, I know. He's the thirstiest man in space. That's true. <laughs> I'm just saying, I feel like women at this point would have a, like a code. You know, like, don't be, get in the Jeffrey suit with this guy. Yeah, yeah, like they'd be giving each other like he's one of them. Like there's a whole Instagram account like just dedicated like stories <laughs> yeah. about Jordy. Yeah, he's on a Excel spreadsheet somewhere. Uh, <laughs> but it turns out <laughs> the realness none, of that. None of that so stuff. Crazy. None of that stuff happens. Uh, <laughs> it's just what they're what they're worried about is. Everyone that was on that mission, something bad will happen to them, and Jordy is watching this happen to her, and he's like, oh, that's going to happen to me, too. Yeah, he knows it. Yeah, and he knows. Um, back on the bridge, Data is going over stuff from the investigation, and there are uh, there's like some biological information that is not human. It's not anything that is native to the planet. So... Those footprints. Yeah, like they're thir- like three-toe footprints, right? Yeah, and I'll also say this. Deanna Troy, not present. Data, not present enough either. Riker like he- had like two lines this whole episode. Yeah. This entire episode is just a bunch of people I don't care about. <laughs> and we'll never see again. As I like Jordan. Yeah. Even Picard had like what? Yeah, Picard just lines? stepped in as an authoritative figure, this but he a, didn't really do anything. This is an extraordinarily heavy Jordy episode. And I got, I mean, kudos to LeVar Burton. I thought he did a great job yeah. the entire episode, acted the hell out of it. But it was like, now I got I to gotta pause for a second because as you are reading through, like, here's what happened in the episode, Winnegar, 
uh, I'm realizing like, oh, we aren't even like halfway done with your explanation of the episode because there was no B plot and barely any other actors <laughs> contributing yeah. to this story. And I'm like, yeah. holy shit, we have so much more to talk about. Yeah. This is going to take forever. No. <laughs> I'll speed through it. I'll speed through it. It's all right. Yeah, I'll you stop, need to speed through it. I'll stop commenting, but it's just like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like super interested. But at the same time, when it was happening, I wasn't interested at all. No, no. Uh, it, it's basically only one mystery that they're trying to solve. But so which is da- the dumb one? Yeah, and so we know what's happening. Yeah, you know it right away. Data, data found cells and footprints of some alien race that's on this planet. Where did they come from? So and why are they right next to that torn up uniform? Exactly. So Lichen and and Jordy are like investigating the video and all this stuff to like figure out what's going on. And Lyshen starts shaking again. The video is very triggering for yes. her. Yes, it it, it sets <laughs> something like, off, yeah. and she yeah. says, "I have to go back to the surface of the planet. I have to go." He's and like, she, "Hell she no!" She moves back towards like the transporter, and they stop her. But she is getting blue veins, and her 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 fingers are starting to fuse together. Like something, some transformation is happening to Lyshen. Some identity crisis. Uh, an identity crisis, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> it was a crisis of sorts. I, I don't know. It was an identity yeah. crisis. So, well, I don't think it's an identity crisis because they lose all sense of self. An identity crisis would be like, oh, I'm I don't know Patrick who Winter. I am. Yeah, yeah I like know, I'm thinking yeah. I'm someone I'm else. The, I'm Patrick O'Rourke. Oh, oh my God. Oh, switched. You guys are doing a lot of psychobabble and have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Let's just level well, set there. <laughs> it's like I'm she, saying an identity crisis is you not knowing... Who or Who what you are. are. She has no consciousness. It just all yeah. goes away. Yeah. It's not an identity crisis. Yeah, she becomes this creature. They bring her to the sick bay. And I got to say, this is where she begins a transformation that is so gross and horrifying to me. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> there was multiple times. So this is, yeah, this is where we see it. She's in the sick bay, and they have to turn the lights down low because... Uh, Lindsay Cringe. There the is no... Like, I she, I thought I was She has it. such sensitivity to light, but like everything is in black light, and her, her veins are all blue and bulging, and her Ooh. eyes are like lizard eyes are glowing yellow. God, and when she closes so them, gross. you can still see some of it. And I think this is just because of the shitty uh, budget. Yeah. Yeah. The makeup was very poor. Yeah. But. Oh, God, you guys, those veins. I remember gross. a real bad thing. Like, just the idea of like something going into a vein. I'd make a terrible yeah. heroin addict. Just like watching <laughs> that entire piece, I thought I was going to dry. Yeah. It was, so, cautionary tale to any of you who watch it at home. It's gross AF. Yeah. <laughs> But what Dr. Crusher says <laughs> is I that also love that they put her under a black light. And a shiny blanket. Why to. would you put her in a black light? It was a know. solar like, blanket. Clearly, yeah. None of this makes sense. They say that they have to put because her under a red light. Have you ever sensitive, seen her? She is sensitive to light and they have to keep working, so they need some source of light. But a black light. light would solve that, Patrick. <laughs> I know. It's what? still a light. It's this just... Is just what they said in the episode. I got to be honest with you. I don't know very much about different kinds of lights and wavelengths, so I'm just going to take what you're saying as gospel. Oh, it's gospel. All right. Believe it. All right. Done. Believed. In movies, because I don't really know what it's like to be in the military, but in movies, whenever they're adjusting their eyes to darkness, they use a red light. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because your, your pupils dilate the same way. Well. They don't use a black light that makes neon pop. Well, that's what they use in this. And this ends... <laughs> lighting rants corner with Patrick <laughs> I'm just saying it makes no sense. So the, uh, it really doc- bothered me. Dr. Crusher tells Jordy, hey, uh, so I think no one was... Ab- I'll defend Drees till I die. <laughs> but Jesus <lights>. Christ. <laughs> God 
damn it. I feel like I'm like reliving the horror of this episode all over again. So Dr. Crusher tells Jordy, uh, look, I don't think anyone was abducted. What I think happened is that people were transformed. And Jordy, you need to watch out because you might be transformed next. Yeah, next. Duh. And so Jordy says, "No, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to I'm going to watch this video again. I'm going <laughs> to over and over and over and over. I'm going to figure out what the mystery is." And so that's what the next several scenes are. Uh, it's Jordy watching a video over and over again. There you know was a I, lot of that. You know, there's a lot of crazy about episode. it too. It's once he solves it, he doesn't solve anything. Not really. Yeah, we spend a lot of time. Watching him figure out, spoiler, getting ahead of you, Patrick, but yeah. what a shadow looks like, but then it's still just a shadow. Like, yeah. we still don't get any answers from his entire scene. Yeah, so he goes back to engineering. He's, like, watching all this stuff, and Data interrupts him and is like, hey, why don't you do this? And Jordy is arguing with Data. So he goes to the hologram, uh, the, the holodeck, and he, he's, like, watching the holograms uh, interact, and he's, he, he finds this, like, little piece of a shadow. And he's trying to figure out where the source of this shadow is. So he gets a holodeck to recreate something uh, his own size and, f- and figure out where it could be coming from. And all it does is recreate a, uh, like a gray blob. But it looks like a being. It does. It yes. looks like a, a thing with arms and legs and stuff. So, And this well, is about the time where I said, I don't ever want to be in a situation where there's a shadow, and I don't know what's going on. Yeah, that's, <laughs> it, it, this part actually was kind of scary. Yeah. When he zeroed in on the, on the shadow, it was I like disagree. stuff. I disagree. I disagree. I thought, you want me to tell I thought you it was why? creepy. I thought it was creepy. Okay, so I referenced the Predator earlier, and the reason I referenced it is because the Predator's magic ability, its technology or whatever it is, allows it to do that invisibility thing that these creatures do, that wouldn't cast a shadow. But it did in this instance, and I don't ever want to be in a situation where there's a shadow and I cannot account for its source. I mean, I guess you could say that the exoskeleton was like adapting like a chameleon or something to make it look like it blended in, but in a shadow It somehow still blocked light so that there was a shadow. Yeah, it's blocked light. I don't know how, but it did. I don't know. And so Jordy found I it. I don't know it's either. It's not. You want to know why? It doesn't make sense. fake science. Yeah. None of this is real. <laughs> wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, my wait. God. A lot of it is real. Just this part is yeah. not. <laughs> oh, also in the, in, the, uh, uh, in, the, in the sick bay, they have found, you like. Know, I guess in Predator, it would cast a <laughs> shadow. Yeah, it would. Like, it, it kind of, like, distorts the. The, yes. the field of vision, but it still does cast a that shadow. Yeah, the science—it's predator science. It's predator science. Okay. Anyway, in the sick bay that they—they have found a way to <laughs> make uh, Lichen's T cells react to whatever's going on, and that's how they're trying to fight the transformation. But it's not working. So now Jordy in the holodeck has found some kind of being that is casting the shadow, I guess, and. He gets the holodeck to recreate it, but it's this gray blob. And when he gets close to it, he starts to shake. He starts to experience all the same symptoms that Lichen does. Oh, no. And then he gets blue veins, and then... We didn't see this coming! Then his fingers start to web up, and... Plot twist! Yeah. So he is experiencing the same thing. You're not using that term correctly. That is not a plot Yeah, this is not... We (laughs) we saw this coming. You literally just said we saw this coming. It's literally just the plot. It's just the plot. It's just the plot. (laughs) Regular old plot going on. It's 
pretty straight plot. Uh, yeah. But but his he rapidly transforms. I mean, oh, he's very like, quick. It's yeah, bananas actually. Mm-hmm. Well, Beverly Crusher set that up. She did say it could be weeks, days, hours. Sure. Now, yeah. right now. now. <laughs> in Jordy's case, it's right now. And yeah. back in sick bay, uh, Crusher and Ogawa, who is her uh, her orderly, I guess, or a nurse uh, practitioner or something, uh, they're going over. Uh, some test results that they have uh, from Lichen. And what they found is there's some kind of parasite in her thymus. What? It is deeply lodged in her endocrine system. And it is taking control of her entire body and and making her change into this other being. So if they, if they can get rid of this parasite, they can maybe reverse it. I'm so confused at this point. Well, basically, they had to do a genetic scan of her and find something that had... The not her genes, yeah. basically. Something so it's a genetic had parasites. Yes, yes. Was something it like a creature. No, it was a creature. But they would have found that early. No, because it was so tiny. But also mm. remember, this is the other thing that they set up. This plot was so bananas. The thing that they set up was like as they were scanning her body when she was transforming, like we can't even pick her up on the scanner anymore. Like she is. Oh right, her genetics are. Yeah, yeah. Like, she, she has like, a field, is yeah. what they said. Yeah. So this being also had a field inside her. The only thing they could do is like run her DNA sequence and find a DNA sequence that was not hers inside of her. This, but this wouldn't is that be things- her whole body? It's like the face hugger from Alien. Yeah. Basically, no. except a little yeah. more discreet. <laughs> Really, a subtle face hugger. A subtle face hugger. <laughs> because what it did is, it is that it, it put a tiny, like, just a tiny change in her DNA into her endocrine system, and that made her entire body change. And they have to get rid of that strand of DNA, basically, to make that reverse. Otherwise, what they said, we'd have to find pure her own pure DNA, which, as I think, Lindsay, you brought up, if she had transported, they would have that because they Pat have that in the back. Brought that oh, up. Pat brought that up. I yeah. can't take credit for that. Uh, if, if, she, if she had transported, they would have her her original DNA in a backup system because yeah. we. I think we saw that. In we the set that up episode. with Picard back in season one. Yeah, because the Picard that is on the ship is a copy of Picard. Yes, right. <laughs> yeah, technically. Yeah. Oh. So. Yeah, but the exact same. The exact same, but it, not it's the a original. Copy. So what they do is they center in on this parasite. Right, yeah. that they found in I her. hate this. I hate this part. They get rid of it, and she begins to There's return. There's so many things that should have caught this yeah. on the way. Well, she had that field around her. That's their explanation. Her whole existence? For all five of these people, their whole existence, they had this thing hanging out on their so. thyroid gland that and, nobody and, saw? And they had a field, but they Dr. Literally Dr. Have Dr. A Crusher they is go just that good. Dr. Crusher is just that good. They literally have a filter they, they, they go through. They center it on the parasite, and they remove it, and she starts to return to normal. But they also had to use her genes, like her genetic sequence, to yes. get her back. Yep. The transporter does that every single time. I don't think you know how medicine works, Pat. And I don't know why you... You don't understand the fix-it button, man. Yeah. And I also feel like you're trying to argue against the great Beverly Crusher. Like, who are you? No, I love Beverly Crusher. That's fine. She's great. But you're trying to... I'm just saying, the fact that nobody else saw this over five years is not... Does not make sense. The thing that happens, though, Lichen comes to, and she still has these blue veins on her, right? But she says... (laughs) <laughs> we've got to find Jordy. Where's Jordy? And they can't run a, like they go back to the bridge and they're like, okay, locate Jordy because the computer can do that. 
can't find him. Where where was his last known location? The holodeck. But the other thing, though, she says, I think this is worth saying, she's like, like we took the parasite out of She goes, it wasn't a parasite. It was a being that yep. was looking to reproduce. Yep. So what happened was all these people down on this planet five years ago, they got essentially uh, raped. Basically, yeah. By yeah. invisible creatures. And then they were born as the babies of this rape. Because their bodies transformed into Correct. it. So yeah. they were both the vehicle of sex, of unwanted sex, and an unwanted pregnancy, and the baby birth from that unwanted it pregnancy. It could be... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's pretty terrifying. Yeah. Isn't that what? such a mind fuck? What? <laughs> but, yeah. So they can't find Jordy because this has already happened so to So they were yeah. pregnant for the past five years? Basically. They they were carrying unwanted geni- genetic were, material inside of them. Yeah. pregnant and impregnated. Yeah. <laughs> and, That's and, pretty much what happened. Yeah. And oh my god. When they well no, sorry. They're both impregnated and uh the the fetus. Sorry, yeah, that's what I They were the say. baby and they were the fetus and the pregnant. Person. So they're looking for Jordy on the computer and they can't find him. And they're like, "Well, the last time we saw him was a holodeck." Well, he's not showing up, but when Lichen explains what happened, they start looking for him. So they say, "Okay, well, let's go to the transporter because he's probably going to go back to the planet." This is again Salmon going upstream. Spoiler alert. Yep. He salmons the hell out of it. But what happens <laughs> is he's like in this predator type like cloaking device thing and he tackles the dude that's running the transporter. Well, let's just say it's plainly he is invisible. Now. He is invisible. Yeah. Like no one can see him. <laughs> he, uh, he tackles the dude running the transporter <laughs> and he, he transports himself so back he's to the of surface. A well enough state of mind. Where he knows how to operate. Yeah, he's not completely that yeah, far gone. Yeah, but he's not. Yeah. It, it, it's like some switch went off in his brain where he's, he's got to go back to the spawning location. Yeah. But he's not in control. Dumb. So he tackles this dude. <laughs> I I agree. But So he, he tackles this dude. I love this show. And this is He turns dumb. on the transporter <laughs> and he goes back down to this exact location where the shuttle was before. I love that they had to do a search, too, to find out where he went. And, but they can't find him. But then they figure out what's going on. Because, like, well, we can't find him because it's genetic. Uh, marker is different. Uh, let's go to the transporter. Oh, no. He's transporting down. Oh, to that exact spot we to went to To that exact last spot time. where we were. <laughs> and then they have to rig up all the hand flashlight boxes oh, yeah. <laughs> to be black lights. Oh, Handles are inefficient. One of my favorite things, though, so they're getting ready, Data. Um, yeah, sorry, he, Data. Um, he basically who, invents the black light. Can I just say, who is the chief security officer? Worf. Worf. Jesus Christ, yeah. this is horrible. <laughs> yeah, Worf. I'm so sorry to everybody. Yeah, <laughs> so Worf and Data... And Riker, like, Riker's like, we got to get down there. And Dana's, like, working on this black light. And Worf's like, well, yeah, like, we could get the scanner together. It's going to take hours for it to work. And Riker's like, we don't have that time. And then Dana's like, got this black light. They're like, cool, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> well, what's so funny out. is all it is is the flashlight with a handle. Yep. He just added a handle and put a black light in and it. Yeah. Don't, take, don't take that past the holodeck, by the way. Uh, <laughs> you will not like what you find. Ew. Yeah. It's like a Holiday Inn Express in that yeah. joint. Ah. So <laughs> they, go, they go down to where Jordy's invisible being uh, transported to, basically. Lichen has come to, 
and is starting to like reverse basically and wants she's like look they're gonna look for them they're gonna try to search they're gonna try to like zero in on his location i'm the only the only person that can actually find him this me and the blacklight right which because because she she actually yeah. has had this parasite inside of her own body. No, 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 no. She had both the thing that impregnated her inside of her body. Basically, yeah. That also turned her into a baby. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Like, where <laughs> she, she's like, no, I've been in, I've, I hate I've been in so his much. own state, <laughs> and yeah, so. She goes down to the planet as well, and like she's like the hound dog, basically, uh, to figure out where Shorty went. Yeah, she like goes this way, and then Data points the light, and then we can see the creatures. And it was the most bonkers thing. Oh my god, that I've ever seen. When that black light hits them, it's so low budget. They it's look crazy. ridiculous. There are ridiculous. They basically, look like people that are in black bodysuits with. Giant uh, penis veins, yeah, all over them. <laughs> Big penis veins on them oh, that boy. are colored like bright, bright blue, blue, and they s- shuffle away like penises do. Yeah, they shuffle up, <laughs> scuttle off into the dark. They scuttle off. <laughs> Literally, the only word to use of what the movement was that they did was scuttling. Yeah, they it was horrible, <laughs> horrible. But one of them is Jordy. I don't know how she knows it's Jordy. I, I don't know. Well, she didn't of- even know it. Somebody else said. It. I think it was like Doctor Crusher's, like yeah. Jordy. How did she know? Uh, who knows? At this point, I'm so lost in the episode. So one of them is Jordy, and <laughs> they scuttle off. They scuttle off. There's Truly like scuttle. at least three of these other people, and Jordy is like clinging to this stone wall. And I, I and I said this. I, I don't think y'all got this reference, but I said it looks like the laser light show at Stone Mountain, Georgia. No, clearly I didn't get that. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's specific to people who found it's Stone Mountain. It's extremely specific. But if you grew up in the southeast. Oh. You'll know what I'm talking about. It's Listen to really, our nasally voices. We are not from the south. It's a very yeah. shitty <laughs> laser light show uh, on the face of Stone Mountain, Georgia, uh, which is a... I could, I could derive what you were saying from just the description alone. It's a really shitty laser light show. <laughs> yeah. On a mountain. Which yeah. actually sounds uh, On cool. a mountain that uh, <laughs> accidentally got carved yeah. by the Ku Klux Klan to like look like a bunch of like Confederate generals. Uh, no. okay. One of these days they'll like dynamite it to make it look like the mountain again. But uh, oh god, the no. South! I know, man, the South is fucking weird. So uh, wait, there's a Confederate Mount Rushmore? Yeah, with lasers. Same on guy it. that did Mount Rushmore, by the way. Are you serious? Exact same person. Oh, I had no time. idea this yep. thing existed. It's a real thing. Is it as big? It is as big a mountain. It is not as big a sculpture. The faces are smaller. <laughs> the faces are small, slightly smaller because they're on horses. That's the only oh, reason why. Okay. Yeah. Oh, but, but well, they even Mount Rushmore is like falling apart. At least when I was a kid, they did a laser show on the face of the mountain, and that's what Jordy looks like in this particular. <laughs> it, it looks like extremely shit. You guys watch a bunch of laser penises as a kid on the side of a mountain? Yeah, pretty I'm much. Very worried about your <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm not saying it was good. I'm kind of I'm just saying that's what, what it looks like. like. Yeah, I kind of want to take a road trip. Yeah. yeah, don't. No, it's not worth it. Uh, <laughs> but Jordy looks like that in this case, and he looks terrible. It, it's really Lightchen is like reaching out to him, telling him, "Look, it's me. You know me. It's Sue's. You don't have to do this." And eventually, she gets through, and Jordy grabs her hand and hugs her, and they're. I hated this scene so much. And they like. 
Even in this scene, Jordy hugs a little too long. A little too long. <laughs> a little too close. Well, and also, it was like a really bad homage to E.T. Yeah. yeah. She reaches out her hand. He reaches out his hand. He has a glowing fingertips. I'm like, what? who are you kidding? Yeah. yeah. But they both, they're both able to beam to sickbay. So in the next scene, we see Jordy. He's like uh, convalescing in sickbay. He's still got the, like, the blue uh, veins or whatever on his mm-hmm. face. But he's getting better. Penis veins. The penis veins. So gross. Yeah, they're really disgusting. <laughs> Good lord. But he's talking to Picard, and he's like, uh, "I'm reporting for duty or whatever." And Picard's like, "Just chill out, dude. You don't have to. You don't have to do that. That's that's weird. Just just." It's like you're calm trying down. too hard. You're trying Jordy. too hard, Jordy. Again. Uh, <laughs> Stop trying to hug me, Jordy. Yeah. <laughs> you weirdo. But he's getting better. Uh, Can we th- just point out the fact that he wasn't blind as the creature, and he became blind again? They put his Jordan. visor back on him. Yeah. yeah, it's fascinating. He likes to have his visor. I don't and get the science. He actually has better <laughs> vision. It's like he's able to see like infrared and stuff. Yeah, honestly. Do you think he could have been happier as the creature? No. Yeah. Yes. I don't I'm going to argue this point. I don't think so. If all I have to do in life is be invisible, and no one sees me, I can do whatever the hell I want. And I can get into shenanigans and just like, <laughs> like live my life free on the planes. Why is that a bad thing? It sounds like a great thing. No responsibilities, and I can see on my eyeballs. Well, That's we great. we know that <laughs> we we know that when Jordy comes to, he doesn't like it because he he comes to me, he sees Lichen, and he says, "You know, when I saw you, I came back, and I trusted you again." Because we're both survivors, basically. Mm. They both survived the same incident. And the they invis- both the invisifucking. Yes. Whatever way. Yeah, that horrible thing they went through. And yeah. they're like, we, we both went through it <laughs> and we were both It was better- horrible. Yeah. <laughs> like this They got impregnated five years ago. Right. And they were like, but we both lived and I know you and I saw you and I trusted you. And Leichen says, well, it must have been because of all the good advice that I've, I've given to you over the years. Ugh. And that's Shut the up. end of the episode. God. Ugh. And I guess we never deal with this again. Never. Fitting end oh, okay. to a terrible episode. Well, Lindsay, Patrick. <laughs> do we even need to do this? I think you know we're netting out here. <laughs> I don't know. Go ahead. Just go. Just go. Lindsay, Patrick, this is where we like to rate what we just saw. If we thought it was amazing, must watch Star Trek. We set to kill. If we thought it was pretty good, it comes up in the queue, give it a watch. We set to stun. And if it's horrible, avoid it. All costs, we live in the holster. So, Lindsay, what'd you think? Holster it. What? You know why. Oh, yeah. For all the obvious reasons. I mean, there wasn't anything essential about this episode, first of all. As I mentioned before... There's a bunch of characters in it that we will never see again and I will never care about forevermore. Um, <laughs> I thought this was like, as far as Jory episodes go, I thought he did like a great job at acting in the episode. Yeah, totally. But I also think there's like way better Jordy episodes that you could watch and enjoy a lot more. Um, and also just like the entire premise was like so beyond absurd, even for Star Trek. I just, I'm still less left sitting here in bewilderment. I understand I've had a little bit to drink, but I think you guys are in the same place I am. Yeah, I agree. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. This was a holster episode because if you really want to see a good, I think, Geordi episode, what's the one where he is stranded with the Romulan Ooh, yeah, that's on the a planet? great episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was a good one. Yeah. This one, like, LeVar Burton's a great actor. 
Yep. I don't think he was given a good script with this because, all right, are we going to see Leichen again? Are no. are we going to deal? Have I even seen Jordy's Survivor Guilt ever in this show? No. Am I going to see it again? Probably not. Nah. Uh, so this is just a one-off of one of the most. It, it appears to be one of the most important things that has ever happened in Jordy's life. <laughs> but we're not going to see it. We had never seen it before. Why is this important? <laughs> like, why are we watching this? And so we're just watching this mystery. And and honestly, the mystery, the solving it is them watching video back and forth. Over yep. and over. Over again. and over. It's like that scene in uh, uh, JFK where it's like back and to the left. Like, this is boring. Yes. It's just a straight up boring episode. And it will, uh, I believe, not come up again. Am I correct in this? Nah. Okay. Nah, as far as I recall. So, I got I hope that was it. a waking nightmare. Yeah, skip it. Yeah, I completely agree. All um, right. I think, oh, yeah. So this is uh, <laughs> leaving the holster all around. So a bad episode. You know, there's a couple big issues I have with it. My biggest one being the fact that none of it mattered ever at any point. Right? We were introduced that's, to a that's bunch of... always one of my biggest issues. We were introduced shows to a that I don't like. bunch of new characters who are all dead or dying. And then they like kind of solved the problem at the end, but they didn't do anything to save those characters. So we didn't see anything about the Enterprise and its ability to like come in and fix problems because they didn't. They only saved their own. Well, they then they also like tucked it away with they're too far gone. We can't help them now. Yeah, which is such a cop out. Yeah, shouldn't they be looking at all of these people who have been transformed? Because that's how this alien race does it, right? They inject their DNA into another being. They gestate for a period of time. Then they become this new alien being and they head back home and they draw in more bait by doing that. Right? Like that's kind of how the whole thing right. works if I'm to understand it correctly. And who knows if we're actually understanding it yeah. correctly. Yeah. Cause I don't know. I still don't know. <laughs> but, but that's the premise that's set up. We never deal with the fact that Riker went down there. Worf went down there. Are they infected? Like nope. what does this have to do with we the crew? We will never know. We will never know. It goes away. You only got infected once if you five years ago if you went down? Did the black light scare them away? That's all that I Yeah, why aren't all did. these but they've been down there pre black light. Yeah. So is this an infection the rest of the crew has? And five years from now, are there key crew members who are gonna want to go back? But that would be an interesting thing to at least talk about. They could have talked about like survivor's guilt, I think. All a sorts more, of things. But yeah, no. But none of it. None of it. It just doesn't matter. That's a great, uh, a great summation. It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. And uh, yeah, I, I guess that's it. I have more to talk about in the fact that there's so many things that we've set up in previous Star Trek episodes that would have detected all of this that for some reason don't work in this instance. It was very frustrating to me. I felt like someone was really high when they wrote this episode. I don't know if they were high or just like, <laughs> I feel like they're, in, and I've been in this state before, trying to get their work in. Just, <laughs> just write it, get it in. Well, that's the get other thing. Can. And yeah. the budget is so low on oh, this yeah. episode. It's strikingly underfunded. Get it done. Get yeah. it done. 5 p.m. on Friday. I know that feeling. <laughs> We've all been there. We've all been there. This episode it's is fine. proof. We, you know, they've been a lot of great, great episodes in this particular season, but, you know, this just ain't one of them. It's all right. I would say they're on a cold streak right now. Yeah, we're a few uh, in a row that the weren't past great. three have not been great. No, 
Yeah. Mid-season lulls. It happens. Yeah. And that's back when there was a really long season, so I get it. Yeah. They had to put out a lot of episodes. Yeah. Anyway, Lindsay, Patrick, is there anything you two want to talk about before we get out of here? Well, I mean, you've already told everyone to listen to Starfleet Engage, right? Uh, I think we have. If you if we haven't, listen to Starfleet Engage. Wait, what's that? <laughs> that is an actual play that me and Lindsay and you, Pat. Wait, what? And Justine and occasionally a special guest uh, that we play the uh, Star Trek tabletop game. Mm-hmm. The Scrappy Young Ensigns. Yeah. On a star base. Of the Triplax region. Yes. Yep. Demo it's station. super fun and you should listen to it. And you're able to get uh, early releases of our episodes if you give two bucks to our Patreon. Yeah. And our Patreon, by the way, Wait, is, what's that? Uh, Patreon is a way that you can just throw us some money to keep the lights <laughs> on. You can access all of our shows on patreon.com slash pattrek. We also sometimes do original series on there. Even I donate to your Patreon, and what? I... And I'm friends with you, and I could listen to these episodes at any time. Yeah, we could, <laughs> just, we could, we could just give them to you for free if we yeah. wanted. Um, I guess the other thing I would plug is if uh, you haven't listened to me and my friends Jason and Joel do our podcast TV DOA, where we mourn the loss of television shows that have left us too soon, uh, please do TV DOA at all your favorite podcast places you listen to podcasts. <laughs> yeah. This is a really rough night for me. TV DOA <laughs> is super fun. I've been on there to talk about you the have. Star Trek animated series. Yeah, mm-hmm. They didn't invite me. We did. Um, you didn't show up. Yeah. You did. <laughs> you weren't the there. Facts, yeah. I was yeah. there and I watched like uh, 10 episodes of the animated series and it was weird as hell. It was even weirder than I anticipated. Yeah. Uh, but we talked about that. We definitely did. Uh, but they talk about all sorts of different television shows that were canceled either before their prime or exactly when they deserved it. <laughs> that's a great good summation. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna put Talk about Cop line. Rock on there. Oh, Cop Rock. Yeah. That's awesome. So many good episodes. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's awesome to watch now knowing what it was. Yeah. 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 Um, and season two will be starting up soon and we'll be starting with The Nick. So if anyone wants to follow Oh, man. Ooh. I've heard yeah. a lot of good stuff about The Nick. It's a definite mind fuck and it makes me very sad. So you'll hear a lot about that next time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So y'all listen to that uh, and give to our Patreon or don't. Yeah. I don't care. Don't be an idiot. Give to the Patreon. Yeah, just give us money. Just give us money so we can keep doing this for free. Yeah. Amen. Ish. <laughs> It's like, I don't know. I don't even know what you guys are talking about. All right. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Pat Likes to Tweet because Facebook is for noobs. Let's see what's out there. Beaches. Hot sauce. Beaches. Hot sauce.